The Gospel, Holy Gospel, according to St. John, chapter 13. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around them. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, you don't know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, one who is bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. And for this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, he put on his robe and had returned to the table. He said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. As I said before, while we come tonight traditionally to celebrate the Last Supper, the night in which Jesus instituted communion, that is the way the Gospels Matthew, Mark, and Luke tell the story. John tells it a little bit differently. For in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they are gathering to celebrate the Passover feast, right? Did you notice what night they are? this scene in John takes place? The day before the Passover feast. I think I got that wrong. The day before the Passover feast, right? Just some differences between the Gospels. They share different stories or tell different things. While Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they have the stories in which the night in which he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took the cup, gave thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, take and eat, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. John, we don't get that. John we get Jesus washing the disciples' feet. We get a different story. We get Jesus saying, I give you a new commandment. John is emphasizing something else. 
I'm going to test you on your, how many people, let me just fix this, how many people were confirmed? How many people remember everything from their confirmation? Not too confident now, are you? So I'm going to ask you some questions that you should have learned in your confirmation. Pastor Opterbeck, you're not allowed to answer. All right? How many sacraments do we as Lutherans celebrate? Two. What are those sacraments? Baptism is communion, right? Do you know what, at least the way I learned them or I have taught them, you need three things to make something a sacrament. Do you know what those three things are? What's that? Yes, right? Forgiveness. You have to re- I would put it as you have to receive God's love somehow, right? Yeah, it conveys the forgiveness. It conveys God's love. Absolutely. Does anyone else know what makes something a sacrament? Dot? You need to have something physical. In baptism, what is the something physical? Water. In communion, what is the something physical? Bread and the wine. Something physical, it conveys God's promises of love and forgiveness, and what's the third option? Or the third thing? It needs to be commanded by Jesus. Something he commanded them to do. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, right? He commanded us to do it. Go baptize, make disciples of all people, right? Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As Lutherans, we only have two sacraments. Sometimes I think we miss the boat. Now, I'm not making emphasis for seven sacraments like Catholics have. Anybody raise Catholics? You raised them, right? How many sacraments do people do the Catholics? Do you remember? Seven, right? I'm not advocating for seven. I'm not saying Catholics are wrong or Lutherans are right or anything like that. I think we should have a third sacrament. Any idea what that third sacrament should be? Service. Service. And we get this from John's gospel. Night is called Maundy Thursday. How many people growing up thought it was Monday Thursday? Anyone know what Monday, Maundy means? Not Monday, Maundy, M-A-U-N-D-Y. What Maundy means? It's right, it's Latin for mandatum, or it's where you get to mandatum from, or mandate. It's Mandate Thursday. God gives us, Christ gives us a new mandate, a new commandment to love one another as he has loved us. And what is the main thing that occurs here in the Gospel of John in this scene? service. Jesus washes their feet. So in my opinion, it conveys God's love, right? Do to others as I have done to you. Loves us, forgives us, you're part of me. Command it. And while it could vary, it's not always going to be the same as in baptism, it's water, as in communion, it's bread and wine. I think it's something that you actually could touch and feel or taste or experience, right? Service? 
what if we had a third sacrament during, during this past year? So much of what churches were concerned about, I'm not saying this is wrong, but primarily, and not always, I was really proud of Holy Trinity, I don't think that was our primary focus, but in the news, so many Christians were concerned about what? How are we going to worship so I can, I can have communion? Or I can have, right? Where the focus is on who? What if we had a third sacrament and our primary concern over this past year was, oh my gosh, how can I love my neighbor during this time? Where the focus isn't on what I receive. The focus is on what? What someone else receives, right? Because that is very obviously not dependent on able to come together physically or not, is it? Doesn't matter what the situation is. You are able to live a life of service. No matter where you are, you are able to somehow mysteriously convey the love of Christ to someone through you. That is what tonight is about. Understanding what God has done for us through Christ and that we actually somehow mysteriously have the power to do that for others. The word sacrament, Latin, I had to write it down, make sure I got it right. Latin sacramentum. Greek is mysterian. Anyone know what word we get from mysterian at all? Mystery. Somehow, mysteriously, you are able to convey the love and forgiveness that God gives to others. Because God has first given it to you. I don't understand that works because, man, if you want to list my faults, there's plenty of them to go through. Thank you for not volunteering any of them up right now, Dan. Anybody else have plenty of faults? Some you know, some others know. Some you know, others don't know. Others we don't even know ourselves, right? But somehow, mysteriously, through these things, God's love is conveyed. God's grace is conveyed. God's forgiveness is conveyed. Yes, we get it through communion, and we're going to have it tonight. And it's important, so please don't hear me negate those other sacraments. And, right, it's not a but where it negates something, it's an and. And, do we miss out on what we can do for others because so often we're focused on what needs to be done for ourselves? John's gospel is so very clear. Jesus gathers them before he dies 
because he's not going to be with them and the work is not done. We are invited into this work that is hard, that will bring tears, that will bring laughter, that will bring joy, that will be sadness, but will be 